This week's episode is brought to you by Paradigm Shifts. From the shifting of 2016 to 2017, to the new ban list that Boucherud put out. Maybe. It's not real yet. But who knows? It might be. Paradigm Shifts. Never mind all that bubkiss. Happy New Year as well, because we're recording this on the day it comes out, because I did not prepare. I'm Atlas. And I'm Matt. And we're talking about, uh, what did you call it again? A grab bag? Yeah. Uh, Just talking about a number of topics, including but not limited to this uh, new pretend ban list that we have. It's not an official thing at all, and and it's uh, it's for Japan, so that's another thing. But it's still pretty interesting to talk talk and wonder how it would affect... uh, how it would affect what's played and what's not. Yeah. I wanted to call the episode miscellaneous bullshit, but Matt wouldn't let me. So, you know. Uh, okay, well, why don't we just, like, jump into it? So this this, uh, this guy named uh, Arch Avalon on uh, Pojo put up this ban list that he, that he supposedly got access to, and it was very interesting because it touched on, I think, every relevant or, you know, like, quote-unquote uh, cancerous deck in the game. Yeah, and there's a couple things to note here, is that a lot of people think Arch Avalon is not very reliable, so that's point number one, and this is from this is from other people and how they've responded to this uh, to this ban list, is that apparently this guy is not very well liked, and he even said so in his post, and I'm not sure what that, I'm not sure, like, what the history of it, I don't go to Pojo, but either. another interesting thing is that he, this is apparently from the same person who leaked the, uh, leaked the TikTok restriction, and I'm not sure how true that is, again, because we don't have that information. But it is interesting that this list hits everything. It almost, and this is, maybe I shouldn't say this, it almost makes Bushiroad look too competent. That's true. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. I that, mean. Uh, yeah, okay. I can I see mean, that. <laughs> I mean, that feels really harsh, but like, I've, I, we, Gears, uh, TikTok has been around for so long here in the U.S. that it's like, it, it drains the morale, I think. That's true. I mean, well, for the longest time, people, like, even after the TikTok stuff got uh, realized, I guess you could call it, the, um, like, people in the U.S. still played Chronodron as their starter. Yeah, who knows why. I, oh, they wanted, like, this extra, like, this extra attack on a turn that already has, like, 12 attacks or something, you know, whatever. It's not I mean, actually, it's not actually 12, but whatever. I, I, <laughs> enough for where it doesn't matter. Um, so why don't, why don't we look at it? Uh, here, so it, it says uh, banned from game, TikTok worker, and Seven Seas Apprentice Nightrunner. So Nightrunner is the starter that came out in GBTO eight, where if you uh, if you have a Seven Seas Vanguard, you can mill four cards from the top of your deck and call them from drop zone as rest. Uh, this is an important card in the Seven Seas Grade One rush, which has been topping all over the freaking world, um, and it's a big combo piece. Uh, and it allows you to just get most of your plays off. So getting rid of that would neuter the deck, basically. Yeah, the before you had most of the cards for the deck before GBTO eight, except this one and the grade two that you oh, right. call from drop yeah. also. Yeah, that that card's also insane, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but this one adds so much consistency. Like you, like the whole thing of the deck is you don't have a lot of, uh, like you're not going to see a lot of cards do drive checks, so you need to find cards in other ways. And Seven Seas Apprentice just lets you mill so many cards to find what you need. And in addition, just, uh, like, constantly be retired for the Grade 1 night, uh, Seven Seas guy. Yeah. Then, 
uh, once you start finding, you know, your performing zombies or Chappy the Ghosties, this helps you drop more of these kinds of stuff. And you can just go through, you know, enough of your deck to have everything you need. And then once you have everything you need, you're just like, I don't need to do, do anything anymore. Yeah, I mean, the 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 big thing with the deck was also, like, a lot, their grade one rush decks have been around as long as there's been a game. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the thing that made this so powerful was, one, you couldn't see Breeze. So that, like, the game shifted into a direction of, wanting to be on grade three but also uh like the big problem with grade one rush decks is like i can kill rear guards and they don't and they're not getting enough cards to replace them but because it's grand blue it just comes back so it yep. uh it it was a crazy deck um if this ends up being real i would love to see that go but yeah, yeah. i think uh, i think a lot of people would uh the deck is the seven seas deck for those who don't know has been very uh polarizing in the community um it's it's definitely a very uh, unfair deck because it doesn't let people play the way they're supposed to be they want to play. Yeah. Uh, but I mean that's just the reality when you have stuff like Gear Chronicle, which is just pretty difficult to fight on an even keel once you hit uh, once you once you start striding. Yeah, and then because a lot of decks have like you know GB one and stuff, this has like a good matchup against everything except uh, Limit Break, which um, are just any any decks that can function. Uh, at grade three or below GB one, which it, under the banner is typically uh, Sanctuary Guard. That's what people associate with it. So people kind of see this rock paper scissors of like, you know, Gears beats Sanctuary Guard, which beats Seven Seas, which beats Gears. Um, that's not to say that it's like a you know like ten o matchup every time, but it's just like there's the association with like you know G break versus Limit break versus right. Seven Cs, although Seven Cs is kind of its own uh, league in the, in the Rush game. Um, yeah, the old Grade One Rush decks were just a bunch of eight K vanillas. This is back when you could mix clans, yeah. and they would just run Conro, yeah. and they would run like all, uh, or you would run Mecha Trainer, I guess. Which yeah, but uh, and you just ride the correct clan or have the correct clan somewhere and play all, all triggers from that clan. Yeah. So I guess Kagura was better because they had more crits, I think. I think so. Um, so. Actually, speaking of Conroy, he appears to be missing from this list, uh, as does Bart Gall. Yeah. We'll get, yeah. We'll get into that later. Yeah, um, the whole um, the whole band as starter column is missing, so I'm not sure if that was a not-included thing or a not-changed thing that just didn't need to be included. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, this is that, that definitely was concerning. Although, it... To deal with Kagero's place right now, I'm not sure how much that changes. Yeah, I mean Kagero has been kind of like in, in the boonies right now. I don't, I don't know what happened to it. Uh, Bark Barkles like probably doesn't need to be banned anymore. Like, I mean, yes and no. It, it would make Blaster Engine even hilariously more consistent. Which, I don't well, know I mean, you don't want to ride Blaster Blade though. I mean, if you're running four, you can just you can now run like eight grade twos, a bunch of grade ones, and go. You know, Sanctuary Guard is your name. I mean, if you're writing for your, like, that deck plays so many grade twos. Like, if you're writing for your grade, if you're, like, activating skills and, like, yeah. wasting other cards for your grade two, it, that feels really bad. I guess so. Uh, <laughs> but like, you're, you're right, wasting two triggers for it. And yeah, I guess so. Um, but I don't know. It, it, it Like, a lot of people saw that Bartgall and Conroe were missing from the Bandit Starter category and were like, hmm, this is concerning. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's real. I, well, I also don't know how much that would even matter neg- negatively affect the metagame. Like, Kagro's in a really poor spot right now. Yeah. Uh, and I think, like, Conroe could be the help they need. 
Yeah, e- even getting their precious Novell back wouldn't really do much at this point in the game, anyway. Well, I mean, they have Novell, but... No, but I mean, j- just because you can get that grade one to search the Novell. Sure, but nobody or... plays Novell. That's what I'm saying. Like, even, yeah, yeah. E- even putting that engine back probably wouldn't do much. No. If at like, all. you would just play more Overlords, because... Yeah, Overlords. <laughs> because why not? Um... It would be interesting if they, um, if they unbanned Conroe and made it Blademaster restricted. Oh... Clap, clap, clap. That would be interesting. Where, I think, what, what do you mean? Like, if you have a Blademaster Vanguard? Like, or all, like how they did with Sword Me, where you can't play Sword Me in a deck unless all your grade threes are Jewel Knight, they could have Conroe, where you need to include four copies of Dragonic Blademaster in order to include it in your deck. I think the only way that's going to work is when, or, when they release, like, the new grade three Blademaster, like they've been doing, yeah, with, like, all Mel th- and Asha. But I, th- I think that could be cool, like, to have, like, to give Blademaster literally anything. A like, leg up, yeah. Yeah, be- I mean... I don't think Titan should have been Blademaster restricted because none of the cross fusions or the uh, f- stride fusions are. Yeah. But I think it would be really cool to give Blademaster kind of some unique thing that makes them people actually care enough to play it. Um, on the other side of that, people really like Overlords. Like, yeah. Overlords are great. Overlord- There's so many Overlords. O- Overlord yeah. sells packs, which, exactly. uh, which sucks because that means they're going to have to support it in order to make money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anybody who wants to do Blade Master is kind of, you know, second fiddle. Um, yeah, I mean, I've played against Blade Master decks before, but the, but I mean, it's never been as, I don't know, I, w- I guess Cargo is kind of already on the decline, but for now, <laughs> assuming this isn't re- uh, assuming this is real, they might be coming back. Conroe uh, restricted I mean, to one copy. Um, Doctorate Refros from Angel Feather do- uh, was it Steam Maiden Melum, which was uh, we'll get into that. Cosmo, Cosmo Pixie Lisbeth, which was around from before. Goddess of Sound Sleep Taro, which was the Genesis Standard, where you can put on bottom and restand something when it's soul blasted. And Steam Fighter Urwitar, which is when it's put in bind zone. You uh, put it to bottom of the deck, draw two cards, choose card from hand, shuffle it back in. So this is probably the the most uh, different restricted to one section we've seen in a while. One hundred percent. So Refros and Pixie uh, were uh, again. Yeah, they, they were already there. Uh, well, Pixie's not in the U.S., but okay, yeah. But I, I will tell everyone that deck is really, really annoying. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, we should probably tell them. Our friend Alvin, not Rootbeer, other Alvin, uh, made a deck where he ran the Fruit Basket Elf, which uh, when you boost with it, you can counterblast, and your opponent can't normal guard, but they also don't take any damage. So what he does is he just prevents you from getting counterblast from the whole game, and is just getting advantage until his deck gets so small he can Lizbeth loop you because that's not limited to one in the U.S. Yeah, it takes it takes forever. it takes forever. Yeah, it's really <laughs> it's really boring. Yeah. But it's, I mean, the counter to this deck is you just kill them. So if you're playing an aggressive deck, you're just going to die. Yeah. Also, I, I read that card and I was like, is this a does it this need a neonectar? Does it need to boost a neonectar? Yes. And it turns out it does, so you can't use it with like uh, Laurel or something. Wait. What do you mean? Because the card it needs to boost is a neonectar. Yeah. So you can't build these silly extreme fight decks where you like oh, boost oh. something and like laurel it back. I wasn't I wasn't even thinking of a <laughs> of laurel of extreme fight. I never do. What what you uh, but these combos are so fun. Okay. <laughs> I just want to draw lots of cards. Yeah, when, when I, the reason I don't think about extreme fight is it just reminds me of Yu-Gi-Oh too much where you're like I'm going to smash six archetypes together and my deck's going to kill. And it does. And you, should, you, well, you just need one Messiah in your in your G deck, and you're usually like, ready for extreme fight. Oh, because oh, oh, of um, 
Amnesty. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Everyone can just play it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anyway, so we should probably get into this. Uh, so uh, why, don't, why don't we touch on uh, Melum and Urwatar? So those are both Gear Chronicle cards and part of the famed Melum loop. Jesus Christ. So or it's not so much a loop as like this is about 80% of Gear Chronicle's crazy offense. Um, Melum, when she attacks Vanguard, she gets plus 4k, and then at the end of the battle... You uh, put her on bottom of deck and grab a grade zero and call it rested. So uh, what that means is she's 11k by herself, and then you get Urwatar, and then you can time leap Urwatar back into Melum, and then you can just keep doing that. And then uh, because Melum activates when he's put in bind zone, you can just put him back in deck and then search the same one. Uh, you mean Urwatar? Urwatar. Sorry. Yes, they it runs together. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so hard to do i think there's a, a few different ways to ban gear chronicle and this is a very one of the this is a there's i think you either ban melum you restrict both of them or you like ban melum and hit some and hit something like disconnected to the deck else uh, i'm not even sure what that would be probably what's the there's not really like melum and and uh like i think banning melum is the only other option to restricting both melum and Urwatar. Yeah, well, the problem is if you have Melum around, you can't make any more, like, decent triggers or anything like that because Melum can just search them. Yeah, I, but, th- I mean, they still have, like, a pretty good combo with only one copy of each, assuming neither go to damage. Yeah. But you don't draw your Urwatar. Well, I guess drawing Urwatar doesn't matter anymore because Chrono Jet G. But, like, if, assuming you don't take them as damage, you still have, like, quite a bit of a... Uh, I mean, it's still there, but it's much less consistent. Yeah. Which is what Bush Road is trying to hurt. They're trying to hurt consistency. Yeah. What was the other card that like uh, Mason from Science of Vanguard was talking about that he thinks you should get rid of two and uh, like Melum Urvatar and then the third card? Let's see. Oh, fucking TikTok worker. That's the third one. I'm yeah, so but that, I mean, this is already banned. Yeah. In this. Uh... Yeah, yeah, we've already touched. Yeah, that. I, I was, yeah. I was imagining that it was something uh, that wasn't TikTok. No, and, no, no, uh, no, it was TikTok. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, then I think either this or banning Melum is the only way. If you ban Melum, the yeah. you can keep TikTok. I think at one, but not a starter. Yeah, I think that. I, but uh, I think if you don't ban Melum, you have to restrict Urwatar yeah. and ban TikTok. Like I think this is like there's really only two ways to do this to make people to make the to make it reasonable. Actually, I I, I do think Urwatar was kind of a, an uh, unneeded casualty, if only because now Chrono Chrono Fang has like nothing. Yeah, I mean Chrono Fang deck was already. And I'm probably getting some flack with this. I think uh, decently underpowered. I mean, we're, we're used to flack at this point. Uh, I mean, well, <laughs> how, how how can I'm not I'm not going to make any uh, comments about whether or not the deck is cool. I think the deck so, is actually pretty neat. So. Uh, but uh, I think uh, I think it is infinitely weaker <gasps> than the Chrono Jet deck, and I think it is I think it is very fair. <laughs> it, is, it is very fair. Um, but uh, Urwatar is a huge hit to that deck because yeah. they, they need stuff like that. Too. Well, the thing with Urwatar is it just allowed you to choose your hand pretty much. You're like, oh, I'm going to put it back. I'm going to draw two. You don't you don't even have danger of drawing Urwatar because it goes to bottom. Yeah. You draw two, and then you go, all right, I'm going to put this draw trigger back in and shuffle. Like, well, also, that deck just really needs regards to play. Like, That's true. Um, so. I, I don't know. It, it just kind of seems like you, you could have left Urwatar alone and... Uh, Axed Melum and TikTok, which I'm not complaining that much because I don't play Gear Chronicle, but I'm sure, you know, there's that one Chrono Fang player who's like, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Neko Justice was kind of upset about it. On a, is kind of a, would be a very upset about Urwithar ban as he's uh or or Urwithar restriction as he's let us know. So oh, yeah. the mod on Reddit. Yeah, I mean, like it, again, this is not set in stone, so we're not uh like this. This could just be dust in the wind, but it's still interesting to talk about. Yeah, uh, the last thing on this restricted to one copy is Goddess of Sound Sleep Taro. Uh, which, oh boy. okay, so, uh, I'm sure somebody has gone to a locals or a tournament and they run across the, uh, hilariously takes a long time and is kind of awesome. I have the deck, uh, Wiseman loop. Um, so the thing with, uh, with her, uh, with Taro is you could use her in conjunction with, uh, the witches Brappa and, and Valencia that when they get soul blast, you can soul charge too. So you would get your deck to like tiny amounts and then you would, you know, be attacking uh, and restanding Wiseman as you're attacking, and then you soul blast Grappa and Valencia as you're doing that. So you soul charge, so the uh, the Taros go back into the soul, and then you can use them again. Um, oh, you forgot the grade one guy that you can keep putting back in your deck and giving power to Wiseman. Oh, uh, Gaija or uh, something. Uh, not Gelia. No, Gelia. Yeah. Yeah, because he gives he'll if you're on Fenrir he'll give six k to your Vanguard, and so yeah, you could just cons- like you just give six, give six. You can do you can do it to Wiseman too. So you go three to Wiseman. Yeah, that's what I mean. Soul charge do three to Wiseman. Yeah, yeah. So um, you keep, but you keep doing that, and then when you soul blast the uh, other ones, they soul charge the Gilia again, and yeah. then you soul blast them again, or put them yeah. on bottom deck again, and you keep going, yeah. and then make your Wiseman just big enough. Yeah, I, I was at a, I was at a locals uh, earlier this week at uh, at. Toy Mandala in uh, Sherman Oaks, if anybody's listening. And uh, the guy in the finals was playing Wiseman Loop against uh, Revenger, uh, Raging Form. And the Raging Form guy, for some reason, I counted, he had 14 of his 16 triggers in his hand, plus other stuff. And the Wiseman Loop guy had his uh, Wiseman at, I think, 68k or something. Mm-hmm. And he was going to get, I think, eight attacks out of just Wiseman by itself. And, uh, the, the guy kept trying to like do the math of like trying to block. I'm like, dude, even if he managed to block, cause he, after about four of those, he wasn't going to be able to block anymore. And he had all the heels in his hand. So there was no way to miracle. him. I'm like, dude, just take the loss already. And it, it, it just made me realize how crazy this deck is. But at the same time, I don't think I support putting Taro at one just because, uh, that was like Genesis's big thing was that you could, you know, do that. And it's not broken on its own. It's just with the Wiseman thing, you can do crazy stuff with it. I think what they should have done is just kind of either hit Wiseman or separate them so you can't have them in the same deck. But that's me. Uh, If it matters going forward, uh, this does hurt other versions of the deck if they keep the stand trigger. Yeah. So it does cut design space uh, for that clan, but I'm not sure how much that matters. Yeah, I mean the like the revelation deck isn't bad. It's just like it's not, it's it's fair, <laughs> um, as as you say, it's fair. But I don't know. I, I think it's just because I have the deck. I'm a, I'm a little broken up about it, but I can see where they were coming from. Yeah. Um, moving on, restricted to two copies. Uh, Flash Ripple Odysseus that was already there, and uh, Battle Cupid No Seal. What? What do you mean what? So, I don't think the No Seal deck was as, or just any Angel Feather deck it hasn't been really around much since they hit Refros, and they randomly put this No Seal thing in there, which, by the way, people don't really run that many copies of. Anyway, you run uh, more. You run more of the Grade One. 
Oh wait, battle keep but no shields. The red one. What? <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking of love machine gun no seal. Oh, everything. Yeah, runs... no, the the grade one yeah. is insane. I saw the word two, and in my head, I thought grade two. I mean, as it stands, <laughs> I think. So I think this is where this is coming from. Um, they, I assume that they want people like. No sale as a grade one and it's fine in Gavril. It's not even like super busted in Gavril. It's just really, really good, right? Yeah. But man, in freaking uh, the no sale build, it is really annoying. Why? Because you guard with it, put a no seal in damage, counter blast damage, put it back in hand. Yeah, it's just like even when I'm attacking, this 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 deck takes forever. Yeah, well, especially if they got broken heart, because then this is it's like plus four K to Vanguard, fantastic. Yeah, or uh, and. One that's one broken heart, and you know yeah, every other two, broken heart three, is just even more obnoxious. Four. Thank <laughs> God they never like. We should make a grade one broken heart. Never, never do that, Bushiroad. Please, God. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I'm okay with it. I, I like. I know that some. I was talking to Josie John, who is, uh, she topped with uh, Angel Feather back in. This is before the Refros ban, but. Uh, she has, was talking to me about how like Refros did not need to be put to one because that like neuters Angel Feather, and uh, I'm like I don't know if you saw what the loop is capable of, but she's like it's not that consistent. I'm like yeah, but it's possible. That's the problem. The real problem is it takes a while, like because it's like I mean it's not even it's not deterministic. Like you could like randomly draw nothing, but I mean it's probably not going to happen. But like, I mean the the closer you are to deck out, the the more possible right. it is to right. go, go to infinity. Yeah, but if, if I mean you're not going to play this when you have three cards in deck. True. Right. <laughs> in any so, case, but uh, yeah, it's just like it takes so long, like, yeah. and no one wants to sit there and wait for you to, to yeah. hopefully not do it, but you're going to most likely. So yeah. I just, like, I just feel bad for Angel Feather because like they they were already kind of like on the decline, or you just don't see them really top anymore. I think because there's no consistency in the form of Refros. I think the No Sale deck's still very good. Yeah, like, but, I, like I I think it's I mean I think it's a lot better than Gavril deck for multiple reasons. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean this I think, hurts it some. Yeah, I think uh, it's possible that Seven Seas Rush is just uh, not great. I guess you could run the uh, the grade one and the grade two Pegasus, and that would help that. But and yeah, that's true. I I, I do think that like the thousand and million ray was probably one of the best answers to seven C's is because like oh I'm an eleven k I'm a thirteen k I'm a fifteen k. There's yeah, a million ray, but yeah, and eventually you just get it. Like once you hit thirteen k, uh, you're fine. Yeah, that starts to give you some decent ten k guards against the twenty two k columns of seven C's, and then yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Just uh, ho- hopefully, Angel Feather maybe comes. Well, I, I, do you think like they'll come back if this ends up being true? Um, I think they just want to print more. I think they want people to play more rescue cards. I really think that's the point. Yeah. Well, they're trying to get Gavril be the more played exactly. variant because uh, they put some cool stuff in Set Nine. Like they had the the new Grade Three where you're supposed to do as a backup to uh, mm. Gavril, and then. I don't know, and then they they gave it that the new Altiel that first stride that's supposed to like get rescue off the you know first stride give you GB two, but I mean I think the rescue mechanic might also be like really broken. So it's a really good keyword. 
Like, if for sure. If they can force people to like, like it with if you ran more crits, that that like that I think that mechanic is just better for you, just because like, like you want to run stands because the stands are so good, and I understand that completely. Mm-hmm. But man, checking a crit on like main phase rescue is just like why? Really funny for sure. It, it it's like getting a crit on drive check with uh, Hellstrife Fender and putting it on Wiseman when Wiseman is going to stand six times. Yeah, yeah, good times. Uh, do you see now? Now we know why Taro got hit. <laughs> Sad. Uh, let's see. So there's something called clan fight regulations, which I, I kind of I gotta applaud Boucher for this one, where they will have a card that can't be played in the deck with you know X other type of cards. So the the thing before this was Jewel Knight Sword Me cannot be included in a deck with grade three cards without Jewel Knight in its card name. So that forces you to run it in Jewel Knights because Sword Me is such a good card. Um, that it, it's just it's uh it. It keep it gives it to jewel knights without ruining it by having people just tech in jewel knight you know grade ones and triggers. So that that was good. They did this a while ago, but the new one is uh, they put floral paladin floatal, which is the fl- uh, the crit trigger from the blaster engine. Uh, it cannot be included in included in the deck with grade three cards with sanctuary guard in its name. Oh. What does the what does the flogel do? So after blaster blade attacks, you can counter blast, shuffle it into your deck, and restand that blaster blade. Is this uh, is this GB one at all? Nope. Interesting. Yeah. So th- this goes with uh, with the Lou grade two and uh, blaster friend Barkall. Yeah, the blaster engine was uh, dominating the Japanese team. Uh, as a matter of fact, it was I think it was keeping most other Royal Paladin decks out. Yeah, uh, there's like one top I can remember from a brave royal paladin deck. Hell yeah! Every single other uh, royal paladin deck was a uh, sanctuary guard blaster. Yeah, uh, maybe some copies of MLB. Yeah, counter blast one at the end of the battle that your unit named blaster blade attacked a vanguard. If you do, choose one of uh, up to one of your units named blaster blade on rear guard. Stand it. Return this unit to your deck and shuffle. Um, so sanctuary guard has a crazy ass early game, and then. This makes the this made like blaster blade if you stack crits on it. Seems to be a pattern here. Uh you know, crazy. Uh my friend just picked up all the sanctuary guard stuff and I'm having a dickens of a time trying to My god, my, I do make Tony's references. Okay. Uh Yeah, so I'm I'm glad this is happening, especially because with the revival collection we are now getting more sanctuary guard stuff here in English. Um But it's a shadow paladin. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You know the worst part is it kind of looks like a shadow paladin. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like the dark armor and stuff. I don't even know why it's a shadow paladin. Because misprints, that's why. I'm sure if like you just didn't pay any mind. I really hope that they're they're gonna like that people are just gonna treat it like a royal paladin like they do. I, I hope that, I hope that, that when it good. comes out, people just run it as a backup to Lewart or something. I would love to see that just because fuck everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um what do you think about this? Uh, the revival collection? No, no, the the floral paladin, floral, the oh. it, it being put on. That card's like really insane. Yeah, and I think like the deck's like pretty okay as if you're fighting uh if if your opponent's playing like MLB, like the deck's still very good playing MLB. Yeah, but I think it's like sanctuary guard is just kind of too insane. I think. Yeah, it's actually that it's like the most nuts first try turn. Oh, because uh, like back up with sure. Yeah, and you're just like all right, my front row. Let's yeah. The the best part is like with the, with this new thing you have uh, Sanctuary Guard Arc instead of freaking Guarantee which was like terrible, so 
I mean, being 10K is... Well, I mean, even the skill was kind of lackluster. At least with Arc, you get, like, a stride bonus off it. Yeah. Um, I think you, like, I think even if people played Sanctuary Guard, they'd still want to be on... Uh, Dryden. Yeah. Yeah. Just because his, it's, like, immediate. Yeah, what's weird is that this doesn't, like, it doesn't touch any other part of the Blaster engine, so you can still run Bark Gall, Blue, and Blaster Blade himself, just you can't run this crit. Um... I like that. Just because, like, you, you can still do the, all right, put in soul, grab blaster blade, unflip a damage. You know, it, 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 it like, it, you know, keeps some of the offense without just, like, neutering it completely. It's like a shot to the knee instead of the groin. Um, let's see. Oh, the last things. To be considered, which is, like, we're watching you. Uh, Nurse of Broken Heart and Title Assault. Um, it should be noted that Mecha Trainer has been taken off this list. Spike, uh, Spike Brothers players rejoice, which was like living proof and about six other people. But I don't think they were too worried. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think it's just because like there is a stigma around Conroe, right. and now Conroe is, I guess, needed, but not that much. Um, Broken Heart, I can sort it yet. But like now that they're hitting so many things in Angel Feather, it kind of seems superfluous if they were to hurt it her. It seems like they're restricting Noceal to try to keep Broken Heart. Makes sense. I mean, uh, Broken Heart is, I think, arguably the the most important card yep. in the deck right now. Yep. Um, title Assault, just because I just picked up Aquaforce, please don't ban Title Assault. Um. I can sort of get it, but it's not like Aquaforce is basically uh, Gear Chronicle light at this point because, you know, it, like it was focused on the number of battles per turn and it can't even get that far anymore. Um, it's or like it usually gets to about five and Gear Chronicle is like, what, six, seven, eight, nine or something like that. Um, do you think either of those are going to be put on the list anytime soon? Uh, I think Tidal Salt will probably never be on the list, like, even if it is to be considered. Uh, something else that's meant, uh, and Nurse of Broken Heart, I, I think there's a better chance, but I, I don't think it'll happen anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, there's another card that's missing from the to be considered list, and that's Commander Laurel. Oh, he went missing, too. Yeah. I mean, Dimension Police has fallen on hard times as well, so. That's true, and I don't even know if the new Grand Gallop support is even better than the old D-Robo support. Which is kind of funny. That's sad. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the, the, this uh, this uh, this uh, character booster has been disappointing to you, hasn't it, Trinity Dragon? Uh, I don't know, man. Final Time Max looks really cool. <laughs> do we even do we even know what the effect is? Not even close. <laughs> okay. Uh, talk about uh, what's his name, Enigma and Helm. What's that? It's a grade two from the new set. In- Cardfight was the old set, so. mm-hmm. but it, it basically says uh, when you uh, when it's placed on rear, if your vanguard tower is fifty thousand or greater, it gets power up on four thousand. Yeah. If your vanguard tower is what is it, thirty five thousand or greater? Uh, yeah, thirty or greater. Or thirty thousand or greater. It's always one of the two. Choose one of your vanguards. So your vanguard gets the ability that whenever your opponent puts a unit in guardian circle, you can move a unit with the burst ability into your soul, and your your opponent. Chooses one of his or her grade three or less guardians in the entire turn. So it's you have another way to guard break. But it's opponent's turn. Yeah. 
beginning, your opponent could just be like, oh, here's this 5 source, and now here's the 10k, I'm actually going to guard this. I mean, it gets an extra card at the cost of not moving a rear guard. Mm -hmm. But because this doesn't add power to your vanguard, yeah. I'm not sure how, and it's only on place, it's only for the turn you place it. Yeah. I'm not sure how good this card is necessarily. There's that, and then also uh, it doesn't nullify, cannot be hit. So that even right. if they go perfect guard and you, and you kill it, it's not going to matter. Yeah, they put the perfect guarding guard circle, the auto ability doesn't withstand buys. They resolve their auto ability, so it cannot be hit. And then your ability doesn't withstand buys, but it's not... It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. That sucks. Ugh. So, so what, you just don't know about it, or like, are you just... I think the perfect guard break is probably one of the strongest... Uh, it's a really, really strong ability, and that's why I think they're really worried about giving all the support to it. Yeah. Well, there's that in, like, uh, uh, you said before that Laurel was, like, a, like a, like a kind of lock on making crazy support, because you're like, oh, you can just use it with Laurel. But, like, I think now, Laurel is, like, just really weak. Like, I, I, I think he's still, like, I think he's still, like, necessary by keeping Robo decks. I think he's still really, I think he's still really good, but, like, in the grand scheme of things, he's not anywhere near the most broken thing going on. That's true. I think back when there was like when you could play like Break Ride Sinbuster, I think that deck was one of the more broken things going on. I think that deck was just really nuts. Because you had Guard Restrict and Guard Break. Right. And but now that G Guardians came out to weaken that a lot, I think Laurel is just much worse. I mean, I yeah. So I think there's less need to kind of like uh, design around Laurel, even though they're doing it anyway by making you rest rear guards for random effects. Yeah. And and give you a stride with 4K, which is funny to me. Yeah, I don't know. That that was I think that was just really funny, and I think the card's still actually okay, uh, but it's gonna it just requires a lot of work to get it up there, and it's yeah, it, it might not be worth it. I don't know, but, but but just having to like make it like I just like what they did with it in the show. He starts out as this little dude, and then every time they gave him power, he just got bigger and bigger, and then he just kind of fell over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, ugh, Christ. But I think Laurel D is like okay. It's it's definitely uh it, the fact that it doesn't need like any counterblast itself is really important. Uh, when it was first, when people first showed it, it they thought it needed a counterblast, but it just doesn't, which makes it a lot better. That's true. Like a, the big problem that that it has is like they're still equating a counterblast with four K. Yeah. It's just really frustrating. Yeah, it should be eight K at the least. <laughs> I mean. I, I, I think that the new, uh, what is it, Grand Beret is an 8k. Um, at the beginning of your main phase, if your Vanguard Tower is, you counterboss one, if your Vanguard Tower is 15,000 or more, it gets plus 4k. If it's 30,000 or more, it gets another plus 4k. Uh, and then you can Soul Blast one, retire it, and give your Vanguard Tower equal to what its power was at the time. So yeah, double. Day, you Soul Blast, you give 15k to your Vanguard. Yeah. So I, that's a counterblast that's like worth 12k and a card. Yeah. Which might be necessary in order to just meet numbers. Yeah. Well, actually, since we're already in the territory, what, what do you think about these character boosters in general? Of uh, We have Tri-3, Trinity Dragon, and then like the the idol booster. I like them a lot. Um, I think it's pretty cool that they're giving... Uh, like It's a good way to touch on these clans. Yeah. But it makes me wary that they're not going to have very many other characters that play these clans. So, like, for Dimension Bully, I really want a booster where, you know, um, the old team 
old team Kaiser shows up. Yeah. But it's not clear that's going to happen with the way the, the support's coming out. Yeah, well... And that's more likely to be D-Robo-based. Hmm. That Carl plays. Yeah, which was Enigmans, which isn't really yeah, touched on. I think a lot of the Enigmans support's pretty whatever, although I do like the grade one Enigman Blanc. Yeah. Um, it says, when you, you can Soul Blast it, Choose one of your Vanguard power with a bur- choose one of your Vanguard with a burst ability. Give it four K, and then if your Vanguard power is thirty five thousand or greater, you can put another four K. Mm-hmm. But in other abilities, the beginning of your attack step, you can shove it into Soul and, un- and counter charge one. That is pretty cool. Yeah, so I think that card's okay too because uh, you can rest it to like some effect and then move it to Soul and it doesn't matter anyway. Mm-hmm. I, I I also like that crit that puts itself back in when you. Like, you, you, like, Soul Blast it out, do something 4K, or do Vanguard 4K, put it back in the deck. Wait, which one was this? There's, like, like uh, hang on, Enigman. No, not English, Enigman. Damn you, Doodle. Um, Enigman Warm. No, Enigman, oh, Enigman Sunset. Oh, Sunset, sure. Oh, yeah, so Soul, put this unit on top of your deck. Choose one of your Vanguards with Enigma until end of turn gets plus 4k, and red text when this unit's attack hits a Vanguard, unflip a damage, and shuffle your deck. So that's free. All right, there's a problem with this card. How to put it in there? No. Uh, you need to have a Vanguard with Enigma in your name. Oh, what a shame. Yes, that is yeah. true. That so, unless you're on the new Enigma grade yeah. Or Enigmin Tornado, which has a way to put Enigmins into souls. Into yeah. souls. <laughs> like, it's kind of obnoxious to put this thing in there, to be honest. That's true. I mean, just like if, if you're running Enigmins, it's a good... Yeah, and uh, also not having the burst ability hurts it a lot, too. I guess so. But I, I that, that was made before the advent of right. burst, so... Which sucks, because a lot of these cards that would have burst, like X-Tiger... Or like the original Grand Gallop, like it's the same ability. It just doesn't have this keyword on it, so it doesn't work. Yeah, you'd think they would, uh, like Arata, if they're gonna start doing that now. I don't know. Link it with X Tiger would be really funny. <laughs> oh, uh, attack seventy k with my X Tiger, my rear guard Grand Gallop with crit and four k, and then uh, uh, I have Sentinel Break. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that would be really nuts. So I mean, a- as if X Tiger wasn't like crazy enough. I mean, this is a pretty free crit. My 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 favorite like X Tiger to me is the "Why won't you die" button. Yeah, pretty much. And I know that's a pun, but like, it wasn't intentional. Um, I, I just count my opponent's uh, a drop zone if I see four PGs and try to. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, you no, know, because you would do it with like uh, you you'd go into uh, Leon twice and it wouldn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. I, or like you just wouldn't wouldn't get the guard breaker. The guard breaker wouldn't really matter. Or, or just take it once and then, or yeah. it hit twice and you uh, still might be dead for some reason. Yeah, and then you're like, ah, fine, X Tiger, let's do it. Eighty-five <laughs> k. Usually like seventy-two, seventy-six. Usually somewhere in there. I know, but just like crazy number. But it's interesting that all the D Robo uh, stride units just unflip themselves. So yeah. like. After, like, your third stride, you generally have, like, you know, eight things face up in G-Zone. So yeah. on X-Tiger, you flip up a nine. So you're already at, like, 62 with, like, no other effects on Vanguard. It gets plus four for everything face up, right, after doing that? Yeah. So you have then, plus 36, right? Right. And then if it's um, plus, if it's 45 or more after that, it gets a crit. Wow. That's mostly, pretty funny. Mostly to restrict it from you doing it, like, first stride without work. No, I get it. That's still a good stride, though. Um... Yeah. I, 
I really think that it's funny that Great Nature keeps getting like Great Nature is getting stuff fairly often, and we really don't need it. <laughs> like the the tech booster was a uh, welcome addition, but I don't think I really use that much from it. Um, and then with this thing, there's that new Owl Stride, which uh, a lot of people are like going nuts about this. They're like, okay, the skill is like he gets plus four K for every rear guard, and then at your end phase, you nuke your field. And for everything you killed, you counter charge, soul charge, and draw a card. Um, we didn't need the soul. Like, at all. <laughs> They're like, oh, you can use it with Grey Belly or whatever. I'm like, I don't use Grey Belly, so that's not really much of an issue. Um, a setup card, but it's like a pretty weak stride turn. And I'm not sure in this in this game right now if you can take a stride turn where you just do something like Frenigus. Yeah, well, I think what it's supposed like, a lot of people are like, oh, you can use it, like, if you're playing against Link Joker. You can just nuke your field so they can't lock anything. Already gonna have lock stuff by that point, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, if if you run the life insurance twins like I do, that's like I'm gonna have stuff that they're gonna be able to lock. Um, but like, there's there's a way to like just play around Link Joker in Great Nature. Like any deck that retires its own stuff has a natural advantage against a deck that requires you to have rear guards. Um. And so for for that reason, I just like I, I it's welcome, but it's already kind of like fighting for space among like my chat noirs and my big belly strides and mana garm and uh, the the cover card from the last tech booster. I can't remember. I can't believe I can't remember the name right now. Afonk, Aflac. Thank you. Uh, like that that was literally just for denial griffin. I rarely use that at all. You just go, all right, denial griffin. Then I like I know you have a heal trigger. Stride into this. Try and kill me now. I think it would be cool if it, if the, this guy unlocked your units or something. Like, well, okay, everything happens in end phase, so you can like when your stuff oh, unlocks, sh- you can then nuke it. Right. But which I get that. Oh, but like just the, and the counter charge is kind of welcome depending on what you're playing. Like big belly, you counter blast a lot. Um. I am excited about that new grade three big belly. That thing's great. Um, so that's pretty cool. Although it looks so derpy, but oh well. Um, yeah, but it seems like the, the the like general form of the deck hasn't really changed. Go into big belly stride, have crayon tighter. There's your win condition. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Just I'm happy about that. I'm happy OTT is getting more stuff, even though it looks pretty lackluster. Also, um, let's see. In try three, I'm uh, the 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 character booster they were getting like I think in March in English uh, I'm really pissed that we have to go hunting for Triple R uh, Heavenly Decree Alt Mile and Searing Heart Asha when Chrono Jet G is in a trial deck and we're also getting a trial deck. Oh, I think I think Asha is going to be very expensive. Yeah. Sucks for people who uh, who are interested in that kind of stuff. Yeah, like I, I, I am trying to sell my uh, my brave deck for that reason. I'm, I just don't want to go hunt down for triple R heavenly decree alt mile. Um, yeah, I'm player, and I can see like a pre order for the Ashes at like, you know, like twenty each or something. I would just buy for him and give me. Oh, Jesus, that's nuts. Um, I know, I know. With the uh, with the idol booster, we have grand. It's just grand blue and uh, pale moon. And as a pale moon player, I'm super stoked for that. But we haven't had everything revealed, so I just will have to touch on that later. Um, let's see what other stuff is happening. Uh, well, oh yeah, it's uh, it's a new year. It's 2017. Um, what did you say? Good riddance. Yeah. Um, although, like, I uh, usually this is when people go, "All right, these are plans for the new year." As as like a YouTube show or a podcast or whatever. I don't know what the plan is. 
it's it, like I mostly just do this on a week to week thing. Um, it's like a very South Park method of doing stuff. Uh, it's it's mostly just going to be me and Matt meeting with people and talking about stuff. If you guys have ideas for topics, we have a Twitter at Nexus at Night. You can tell us stuff. I'll try and listen. Um, I I know I'm like the the like shitty try like poor uncle that like he loves his nephews and he's trying hard, but he just sucks at getting gifts. That's basically what this podcast is. Also, um, if you want to email us questions, <laughs> they don't seem like they'll take up a whole podcast. You can definitely just ask us, and yeah. we can eventually do a podcast that has like just a bunch of questions that people have asked us. That is a good that that's a good idea. That's better. Um, TeamNexusVanguard at gmail dot com. You can email that. Um, so that, that way you don't have to know how to spell core. Like, is it core C O R E or core is in the peace court? Just don't worry about it. Team Nexus Vanguard at Gmail. Um, let's see. Do you have any, do you have any other stuff to like talk about? We, we, like, I thought we were going to be like struggling for time, but we're already at like 45 <laughs> minutes. So <laughs> I'm cool with that. A lot of cool stuff to talk about. And I think, uh, I, again, the ban list, which wasn't, uh, which isn't guaranteed at all. I think it's just, it would be very interesting. And I think a lot of people can agree that, the game kind of needs to shake up at this point. Yeah, like it's to the point where a lot we see a lot of uh, support come out for Gear Chronicle, and we just kind of shrug at it. Like, yeah, like a lot of <laughs> a lot of it's terrible. Like even in this Tri Three booster, the only thing like worth giving a look at it seems like is the crossover dragon. But like, but like, there's some cool stuff that they print, but it just doesn't matter because Melum. <laughs> yeah, like it's like when am I gonna stride that? And I could just stride Phoenix into Gear Groovy the next stage. Or, 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 yeah, exactly. Gear Groovy next stage, Chronos commands riding a clock. Yeah, it's like just, I, don't, <laughs> I don't really need to do anything. Um, it's a, it's a good thing they're doing all these reprints too. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy about like Commander Thavis and Next Stage and Amnesty. I'm, I'm happy there's a Gallop reprint if they're trying to push that archetype because it's been so long since that booster came out, like a year and a half or something. Yeah. And, and while Gallop is not that good, but like it's it definitely helps people who are interested in playing like Cosmic Heroes. Mm-hmm. And I know people tried to mix Gallop with literally everything. Like people try to make Gallop work with literally everything, and it just doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> because this is like, I think the real problem that Gallop has going forward is getting anything that makes that's better than Die Earth. Because Die Earth is just it's a gold paladin unit, and. No. Or royal powder, or whatever. royal, royal, royal powder unit in Dimension Police. Yeah, <laughs> and so you obviously want to play cards like that. It's a free ass plus two. That's like, yeah, man. Okay, it's counterblast two, but I don't think you cared that much about counterblast, did you? Not really. I mean, it's like that. You want to turn for Leon? You're good. Yeah. And that's why you play on flippy PG. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Well, uh, do do you have anything else, or? No, I just uh. Keep, uh, keep, keep keep an eye on Japan, seeing what kind of stuff they do, especially after uh, Worlds. I think that's when they'll make a move on a ban list. So. Yeah. Well, uh, happy 2017 to all, all the listeners. Uh, I, I hope we get more listeners this year, and uh, thanks for thanks for listening. Take a drink every time I say listen. Uh, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. <laughs> and have a good night, everyone. take the time to thank anybody who found this podcast uh i also recommend sharing it with your friends family anybody who likes vanguard 
Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud or on your podcast app, that little purple thing that goes in the folder that, of the stuff you can't delete, like stocks. Who uses stocks? Anyway, you can also tweet me, Atlas Novak, so at A-T-L-A-S-N-O-V-A-C-K. You can also tweet at Nexus at Night, N-E-X-U-S-A-T-N-I-G-H-T. Or you can tweet the Nexus Core YouTube channel, so at N-E-X-U-S-C-O-R-P-S. Be sure to check out that YouTube channel. Uh, we have, you know, card fights and deck profiles and all that good stuff.